This is Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. He's a math professor at the University of Arkansas. And with this conversation, we have a guest on the phone as well, Mike Huber, who is the author of Mythematics, Solving the Twelve Labors of Hercules. Mike, welcome to Ozarks at Large. Thank you. Yeah, tell us about the book. I was in the Metropolitan Museum of Art a few years back, and I'm always looking for ideas to use in my classroom. I like teaching calculus, uh, differential equations, trying to get optimization problems. And I started reading some of the labors under some of these vases and sculptures in the Met, and I thought, I could try and model this. That's the unfortunate thing about being a math professor is you're looking at ways to use things in your classroom. And I got this idea. Um, I went back and researched the labors of Hercules and thought that I could probably come up with enough ideas to model how they were solved. Now, of course, Hercules is known for brute strength. Um, This is using brain and brawn, isn't it? That's right. Um, Most of the people have heard about Hercules either uh, from a high school course, or maybe they watched a Disney movie, or they've seen some of the old uh, Ray Harryhausen movies. Jason and the Argonauts. That's oh, right. Yeah. That one was my good favorites one. as a kid. And so uh, you have to think a little bit, and uh, some of the techniques used, uh, the mathematics that's in the book is available from the time of the Greeks. So uh, what's one of your favorites uh, in the book? One of my favorite labors, I would have to say, is... Uh, near the end when he wrestles the giant Antaeus. Uh, Hercules has to uh, defeat this giant in order to pass by. And he, the giant is the son of the earth goddess, and so every time he's in contact with the earth, he gains strength. So Hercules has to pick him up, uh, hold him off the ground. His strength gets diminished, but then as soon as Hercules throws him on the ground, he gets strength and comes right back at them. And so the reason I like this is because we can solve it in a couple of ways, um, using some calculus or Laplace transforms or other areas of just thinking about uh, exponential decaying functions. Yeah, it's nice. I guess the emphasis on the book is of the book is modeling, right. essentially. So uh, I guess it even starts out with pretty linear stuff like the heads on the hydra. And... The areas in the book range from just logic, uh, algebra, geometry, some trigonometry up to some calculus. And so I tried to mix it in pretty well um, just to give a flavor that, you know, it's not a college-level course. It can be looked at by folks that just enjoy trying to solve problems. Has this proven popular with students? It has. I've used some of the optimization problems in my class. Uh, One of the problems has uh, Hercules trying to uh, capture... Uh, there's Cernetian Hind, who can run so fast on land, swim so fast in water. It's a great optimization oh, yeah. problem. Uh, it makes you think of Elvis the dog that was back on the MAA cover. Um, I didn't see that. What was that? Uh, there was a, uh, there's a mathematician who has a little corgi dog who took him to the beach, and he threw a stick in the water, and the dog would run so far on the beach before he would launch oh, into the wow. water at an angle to and get the, dog- the stick. The dog intuitively realized what the... I knew knew the optimization. That's right. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, that. That, that I had that in the back of my mind. And so um, teaching some of these optimization or applications of the integral, I was looking at applications of work and physics and 
Every time I turned around to one of these labors, something would pop out. And another thing that I found is that uh, there is uh, a collection of works called the Greek Anthology that was published about 1,700 years ago that actually contained some problems pertaining to Hercules. Oh, so really? I thought, since these are close to 2,000 years old, maybe I could tie them in somehow. And I was able to find some that dealt with... Um, like labor five, uh, cleaning out the stables and uh -huh. how many herds of cattle. And did so you that, uh, did you use some of those ancient I problems? I, I was able that. to use some of the verbatim, um, uh -huh. so that was kind of neat. Uh, huh. What about the uh, the sea monster? The kraken. The kraken. I love the kraken. <laughs> yeah, and, and and trying to figure out the best angle. Right, and that's a neat problem. Uh, one of the great things, there was another movie, I think, uh, The Clash of the Titans, that had the Kraken in it. Also Ray Harryhausen. That's right. Had to be defeated. And so uh, this is a nice calculus problem that deals with um, changes in angle. And so um, it works out pretty well. You get this. I had a very nice illustrator at Princeton who was able to make some amazing um, drawings, and he's got a nice drawing of the Kraken. And so we're going to optimize the angle at which the people have to look up and see, uh, you know, the most frightening size of the Kraken. <laughs> it's, this, is, this is, I guess, also a way, because mythology, whether it's, you know, Hercules, ancient mythology, or, or more modern-day contemporary Superman or something like that, this is a great way to bring people into mathematics that might not get as far as 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 they think. That's right. Um, I teach at a small liberal arts college that uh, folks might get their one chance at a math course. And if we can connect somehow the mathematics to uh, the other end of campus that has the arts and the history and the English, the writing, um, maybe they can make that connection and see that, oh, there's a reason I'm studying mm -hmm. some uh, quantitative reasoning. Uh, there's a purpose that ties this all together into some education level. Well, if you're if this was inspired by walking through works of art, have there been other similar, um, you know, flashes of inspiration for something to take into the classroom? Um, I do a lot of uh, baseball statistics as ah. well. And so um, I taught for many years at the Military Academy at West Point, and one of our favorite courses in the spring was a sabermetrics course. Bill James. That's right. So you can look at the uh, uh, what's going on the night before and try and bring that into the classroom. And uh, with a couple colleagues, we've written some books on sabermetrics as well to use in the classroom uh, from you know, simulating Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak to uh, Mickey Mantle hit a ball that clipped the upper facade at Yankee Stadium. How far would it have gone had it not hit the stadium uh, lights? And uh, so, yes, you're right. I, I look around. I'm trying to see if there's things that we can bring in the class to tie to the students a little more than proving the mean value theorem. That's great. Well, that's a super book. Thanks for... Uh joining us. I appreciate that. Thank you. The name of the book is Mythematics, Solving the Twelve Labors of Hercules by Mike Huber. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate this.